All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Goldmine Podcast, episode number 219. And it's Tuesday, March 7th. And there's a lot to discuss today. Bringing up the date today. That's a yeah. bold play. You haven't done it's that in the, previous, in the previous 218 episodes. Yeah. It's a great time capsule episode. This is a time capsule episode. So go back on March 7th, 2023 and listen back to this podcast. That's, that's today. In 10 years. You said 2023. 20, that's today. So March 7th, 2033. Just go back and listen to this thing because it's yeah. wild. We'll we'll leave some tidbits and yeah. we'll listen to this and be like, shit, like I should have listened to this. We'll drop You'll some be happy phone numbers again. Yeah. You'll be happy. A couple of Easter eggs. But if if anybody in 2033 was actually listening to this podcast from 10 years ago, I would feel so bad for them. Like, what are you doing? Sounds actually pretty sick. It sounds sick. I think L take from Sean there. Yeah, L take. L take. Uh, L's, comment L's in, in the, the chat. chat. <laughs> I mean, Jeez. They're one wow, of two they're coming scenarios. up all over the place. Oh, shit. We're live here on uh, SiriusXM. We're out on chat, your bait. Uh, there are two man. scenarios where that happens, though. It's either this podcast is like still going and has gained some popularity, I, or it or it stopped a while ago and somebody's feeling nostalgic. I would I would hope if we we're still doing this pod ten years from now, it's it's picked up a little bit. Uh, speaking of picked up a little bit, you know, we haven't gotten a review in quite a while and uh still no four star ratings in the three years we've done don't be this encouraging podcast. four stars i'll i'll encourage it's gonna bring our aver- it's gonna bring yeah. our average rating yeah, down yeah yeah but you know if they leave a review i'll take a four star rating so i kind of like that we don't have a four star i think that's kind of cool it's a How good way to look at it that? that is kind of cool isn't yeah, it yeah we've never had a four star review We've now somebody's just gonna go so fuck long. it up because we talked about it. Oh yeah. shoot! Yeah, if, if Tom's listening to this if, podcast, he's a hundred percent four starring this. If Tom's listening to the podcast, he knows what I would respond with if he four stars us. So I every think, person, I think we're all every person named Tom that's listening to this podcast <laughs> right now is like, "Damn, they talked about me." <laughs> we'll just say a bunch of names: out. Tom, Derek, Jake, Jerry. Brad, Jerry. Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We. Love you guys. Toms you think are watching us right now? I don't know. Four. We'll, have to, oh, we'll do like a poll. Generous. We'll do a If poll. your name's Tom, let us know. Yeah. All right. Enough Tom talk. It's my middle name, so I feel like you should be obligated. Well, to let us you know just now. shortened your middle name. Yeah. Now people know what Sean Todd means. <laughs> my middle name. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think it, it was never really a secret. I love Sean Todd. Hey, Sean Todd, where can we find you on social media? You can't. Uh, My Instagram's been deleted. It gets us. Like All right, we have a doozy. Uh, Nick and I are live from Orlando. Just got back from the Arnold Palmer uh, post-double rounds, Monday, Tuesday. And Sean's somewhere undisclosed, obviously. And Oh, and you can watch us live on Spotify. I think Sean's in Vietnam by the background. Yeah, if you're on Spotify, you get Thailand. Okay. On somewhere in Thailand, like doing crypto and stuff. So we'll we'll let him do that off air. But yeah, All we right. got a doozy of an See episode. You guys. To just uh preface the podcast, and I feel like Nick could attest to this. I'm 
you know, I've probably got around 10 to 15 seconds of eye contact from Mr. McElroy this week. And uh, I'm feeling pretty good. He definitely so, saw you. He definitely looked at you. Yeah. The, the I eye think, contact was made. I think the more surprising thing there was that Jackson knows the words preface and attest. That was a <laughs> fascinating display of Jackson. You know what? Char- expanding Sean, the vocabulary. Jackson use, is to above use both those words in one sentence is out of this world for Jackson. Just <laughs> truly remarkable. It is. It is. But we have to. Jackson is an above average intelligent human yeah sean i got a 25 it's, on my act which yeah. nick so nick above average nick can attest as well that that's a good grade i still i think that's good perspective yes. wise i think it's still good i think it's great yeah sean do you have any thoughts on 25 acts i don't <laughs> i mean at least you didn't take it six times right uh i took it twice but yeah i yeah. Uh, anyways, it's more so. My sister, she's listening. Oh, why would she be listening? Yeah, I didn't even get that uh, joke. I thought it was a bad joke at me. No, no. I just, thought he was trying to come at me. I was like, I uh, took it twice. No, she. My sister took it. I took it twice as well. I think in six times. Six is that times, a yeah. legit number? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she Ooh, she took it up until like December. But that is a waste uh, of time. It's like over a day of testing. Well, especially because she had all the extra time. Yeah. It's like three weeks of testing. She had like unlimited extra time. Fuck her. I didn't have dyslexia in high school. Took away the whole difficult component of the ACT. (laughs) Yeah. I I remember quick ACT comment. I remember just like circling shit on science. Like just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just real quick easiest section dude it's so hard especially with the time they just show you like, like they just show you like a graph and they're like what's going on here c is the move always if you guess c on on the t- whole test you'll probably at least get a quarter of them right so yeah just fun fun math facts there but you, you go did, you, for all but anyway, you listeners. did you did get to make eye contact with Roy McElroy I, and I saw I mean, 100% yeah. happened but does Roy McElroy make eye contact with you? Yes. See, Nick. Nick's attesting to yes, this. Yes, I'm attesting to it. I, he I, was I'm there. A, I, at first, I thought it was like he looked. It was. It was like you know, a, yeah. at least five to eight seconds. Yeah, he definitely made eye contact. I'll attest. Maybe he's he a golf like, balling follower. Um, maybe he was so like, he's a golf this, follower. Maybe he was like, "Is this the guy that fucking DMs me good night every night?" <laughs> I I have said on the podcast numerous times I've DM'd Rory on occasions and he's seen them for sure. I've never gotten the response back, but I, that that look over at you was like it's like he knew it was you. It's like dude, he's like that guy's familiar. You missed 14 T shot, all right? All right. So basically We're, real quick, Nick and I went to the Arnold Palmer on Sunday. Uh, to see Rory's finish, and um, and what a disappointing one it we'll was. We'll actually talk about that later because I don't know how Nick thought because we watched most of Rory the entire time we were there. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that, but I think it was fun. I hate Rory because he was um, in the hunt though. Yeah, no, I had a blast. Like yeah. I really, if anything, um, this made me really excited to go back to like golf tournaments. I want to go yeah, to as right? many as possible just because I forgot. Like if someone's out of the lead on a Sunday, no one wants to watch them. It's so fucking hilarious. JT. Justin, yeah, JT had like five people. There was nobody there. Like, you, yeah. We got to. Have you liked 
see your favorite player too. Like, yeah, I know he's playing bad, but still, like, you get to like be really close to that. Pearson Cootie, I like to see like that was so sick. That's a he's a dog. Who he's, he was he's with, a dog. Was he with JT? He was with JT. Yeah, there's nobody in there. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there probably was more people following Pearson Cootie. Um, <laughs> family members probably, but we did hang out with Rory all day. Got dinner after. Um, but no, I feel like Nick missed it. So did Rory make that putt on 13? I can't remember if he made it. I don't think he, you know, 13, um, did he make that putt? 13, he did. I think he did. Yeah. yeah it was the 30 footer he made. Which put him in the lead. And apparently Rory didn't know he was in the lead, but so we go to the 14th tee box, which is right across the block. And it was a par three. I think he bogeyed it, but I swear, and I think Nick was, I don't, I can't remember if you were on your phone or if you weren't directly next to me, but I was standing next to this lady. And I think you were right there because I said a comment and he looked back at us and it was eight to 10 seconds. I'm not even kidding. But the girl was recording a video and she put it down and he was still staring. And I was like, eagle eye. And she didn't make a comment. You didn't make a comment. The lady. Dude, it was it was a while, but yeah, on on ten T box, Rory Rory looked at me or Nick or both of us for I, I think it five was five to Jackson. seven seconds. Yeah, um, it was but a it was linger. De- <laughs> you know, he probably you know most likely was he looking at Jackson? Maybe not. Yeah. But at the same time, if Rory McIlroy controls his Instagram, I one thousand percent believe he looked over at Jackson and saw that kid saw him and he was like why do i recognize that person and he's like yeah like like why do i see this so he re- he views the stories he's definitely he like, has he viewed the- stories before he's yeah. seen he's been a golf ball and followed for like two years now is the best and still is the best day of my life and i mean he's even gotten past like the 9-11 jokes and he's gone through some shit on the page yeah so if he follows his account i 1000 percent believe he was looking at, or if he like actually runs it, which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, he would have to have some sort of access to his account, you'd assume. Like, yeah. who else is just going to be watching stories on Rory's behalf? That's kind of weird. I don't know. I there are so many social media media managers, though. Like, that's think about social media ma- managers. They're all like, of course, they get in. Like, they want to look at the stories. Like, it's I don't know. I've I've run a, I've run social media pages for like different groups of people and i've never once looked at like or liked any post or looked at any story on yeah. any of those accounts i agree with you i in the, in I the did, lab days I, was... I would i don't want to mess with that i don't want to jeopardize anything uh, maybe mine was Jackson... different i was told to like look and like like interact yeah that's wilson golf third jackson what if uh what if rory had turned around and said are you all things nike golf <laughs> like it's everything Nike golf, but yes, Rory, I am everything Nike oh, golf. Right. everything Nike golf, then all things golf. 24-7, yeah. Are you all dot things dot golf? What was Jackson? Yeah, pretty I, Rory follow days. I know during the tournament you were getting, you know, a little, you're like, man, I might, I'd rather watch this at home. Well, it's because Rory but, commanded such a crowd. You saw, I saw it was speed. We didn't see much speed, but... Rory commanded such a crowd and we got there a little bit later than I would imagine we thought it would be like as far as people wise. And so what did we, we caught like 
I think we got there on Rory's sixth hole, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there were, oh, dude, there were so many freaking people. It was unbelievable. I felt weird because, like, people would talk during it. Um, Nick was a big joke guy when people were hitting shots. And it's crazy, like, the level of I – don't, I don't – respect's not the right word, but, like, you could easily yell, like, fuck yourself in the middle of a swing and just – ruin somebody's round completely yeah that shit happens and then they get kicked out i think it's yeah, more they would get kicked out, out but yeah 100 percent. but like people yeah. would would do that but if it's late in the day and you're thinking. looking to leave anyways exactly yeah, yeah it's like if it's terrell haddon behavior also terrell haddon i love seeing him play hard golf courses like just sign me up for that because he his reactions are so funny like he got really upset on the par 3 17 um, and I think he like threw his club or I don't know if he threw his club, but, uh, he hit his chip and he's just like, don't stop going long. He's funny. I like him. I like him a lot. I, yeah. I, it's like a love hate relationship because like, yeah, I, I'm a big Terrell Haddon fan. Yeah. It's very, very entertaining to watch get mad. I got to look uh, up his driving distance. Cause I feel like he doesn't hit it that far. I don't think he does. I can't remember who somebody tweeted. Like, do you think it's worse playing with Tyrrell Hatton or caddying for him. I feel like it was Kyle Porter. And somebody on tour responded like, oh, he's actually super pleasant to play with. I wouldn't be good, surprised. Good guy. I would imagine. Yeah. He seems like it's he, a bad rep. I think it's more he's just so animated. Like, right? And then he complains about hard golf. He's kind of like the me of like a little bit more animated version of me on the PGA tour. Yeah, like fifteen strokes different. No, um, not I'm not talking well, about Nick, skill level. Nick it's used to say that he could beat Tyrrell. Yeah, and by the way, he yeah, looks probably the worst. That's the second worst take on the podcast. I think we all know what the first one was. Um, okay, which actually, so, you know, I'm starting to come around no, but to your first take. I, I, yes, thank you. That's well, a at great the take. time it was a bad and, take. Now, it's yeah, at the take. time it was a horrible take. Yeah, because it was pre-COVID. Yeah, just a god awful take at that. Yeah. Time. Saw in the future. Uh, but anyways, Terrell Haddon, my take about that, and I just want everyone to be clear, it wasn't saying that I could beat Terrell Haddon. It said, well, if I look at Terrell Haddon, if I saw him on a golf course, I would think I could beat him. Like, I no, if like I saw, you it never, I never, most hit. players on tour. Mm, Maybe Terrell there's Haddon, just not a generic look that makes you think somebody's good at golf. Exactly. But there is a generic look. And it's the mustache. Okay. Mustache does make you a better golfer. Looks wise, uh, there's a like a good golfer look in my opinion, like stereotypical. I'd say you can tell like you can tell by the way somebody like carries themselves and dresses, but dresses I wouldn't say big. I wouldn't say just looking at somebody you can tell if they're good or not. Yeah, you have that power. Because I wear a polo everywhere I go. Usually, if I'm like not going for leisure. I said I could beat Mark Leishman at the at the. Oh, you did um, say you could beat. Leishman. But I was pretty drunk when I made that comment, and that was at the BMW. That was the one I really, yeah. like again. Could I know? I'm not talking about like, I yeah. That's a. Well, I'll, real quick, uh, Arnold Palmer IRL recap. Cheeseburger was really good um chicken sandwich do not get the crispy chicken sandwich it was not crispy and i don't know if it was chicken and i will just leave a quick comment it looked really good 
And I think if you're expecting a crispy chicken sandwich at the Arnold Palmer, I think you've probably got a little bit wrong. It it was Um, the it was just if it's on the menu, it seems like a fair play to order. It's a crispy chicken. The chicken wasn't crispy. It was like cafeteria. It was really easy thing to make. It's no different than getting chicken tenders at a concession stand. There's like ten to fifteen people at every concession ordering food, and as a former concession worker. They're cranking these puppies out. They're pre-made. They're ready to go. It's not gonna be I get crispy. That. No, I I, I didn't get a that. gourmet burger. Mine was just like cold and it wasn't good. Like it, at least a, a cold burger is fine. Like a like a concession burger is fine. If I'm getting a crispy chicken, like if you're gonna say crispy chicken, right, it should be fucking crispy, Jackson. You didn't eat my chicken sandwich either. You don't know how it tasted. I, and I but I, I did say, tasted. "Damn, that looks pretty like, good." I feel like I, I did, should get that. I feel like the term "crispy chicken" is used just to replace fried chicken, so that it sounds a little healthier. Great yeah. take. Yeah, like it's it's yeah, great take. It doesn't just, doesn't guarantee that it's crispy. I could peel means. off the the breading, like it was just like the peel off breading, kind of coming apart. It was like rubbery. It was. I ate half of it. Chicken itself. I, I, I gotta ask. The rest. Did either of you guys get an Arnold Palmer at the Arnold Palmer Invitational? It just seems like something Jackson would do. It was the first thing I tried to get, and they were out. I don't, and I and I had a comment from Nick. I'm like, no, I asked for was it? Yeah, you're. Right. I asked for it was like the first thing I that I uttered when we got there it was like five minutes in. Can I get a spiked Arnold Palmer? Oh, we're out of that. Wow. All right awesome but then yeah i waited in line for about 20 minutes and nick was pissed and it was like well you know i also could meet you wherever you're going but um neither here nor there i don't know if you only have two people it's probably i never said did i ever say i was pissed oh you looked at me and you're like you made some hand gesture what you made made hand gestures and facial movements it was right when he came out from the pro shop. Oh no no no! I was just saying, hey, no, I I swear to God. Yeah, it was I probably more. It was more probably a joke, but yeah, yeah, the line was was moving quite slow. People like to talk a lot. Um, it was really good though. He moved up like two spaces. Like yeah not, yeah, it, and it, I was in there for probably was, ten minutes. Like it was. And it was right at the end of the tournament. It was a yeah. it was a slow line, which I, I didn't care. I I had a great time at the Arnold Palmer. Like I made yeah. me love PJ Tour golf again. Seventeen is sweet. We barely saw Kurt. From what I remember, Kurt's lag putt did not look as close as I saw on Twitter afterwards. Like, looked like I would have thought he had a couple of feet. Yeah. yeah, but good on him. Him, him marking that ball in eighteen was really funny, though. I you could, have we to. couldn't see. Look in retrospect, it was hilarious. But yeah, we couldn't see that at all. It was like, oh, like. Could that be an knocker? Like you can't really see it. We were so far. There were so many. Because on 18, there's only half of the – because of the water, there's only half of it available. And um, everyone was flocking there like geese. It was unfortunate. It was. I didn't want Kurt to win, but I would have – like, I'll take him over, like, Harris English or yeah, Max Oma, Harris, Patrick Kennedy. 17 was an awesome, interesting hole because we had 16 coming up, the par 5. And I remember Rory was on the on team. 17, you had 16 coming up? Yeah. Oh, or, like it, you're saying where you were standing. Yeah, where yeah, we were standing. 16 was, was right behind We could us. see 16 fairway, and we we were standing on um, the right side of 17, so yeah. we could see the green. And I remember Rory was hitting his tee shot, 
And then Scotty was in the fairway right after, like, and I'm like, holy shit, Rory hits it to get on the green, right? Like 20 feet. And then Scotty, I'm like, oh shit, he's going to get to eight under. So we get to see Scotty and um, Terrell come in. It was like a perfect little, I, I like the action. Yeah. When um, we were on the, 17, there were like five people at eight under. Yeah. Which was cool. I th- I'm sup- I can't believe we didn't get a playoff. Uh, yeah. It we were looked, ready to go. Yeah, there were several different times where it looked like there was going to be like a mega playoff. Yeah. yeah. I did not uh, think Kerr was going to finish 18 with the par. Well, I don't know if you've been on Twitter, but all of the live bots are like are saying that this tournament sucked just because Kurt won. Can you like the live would never have that bad of a winner? I saw the no. low, no, low. I saw the low. I won't say it, Sean. Speaking. Laying up, insert different letter up podcast down the no blanking down oh, podcast. All right, yeah, we get continuously it. ripping up. They love to rip on the advertisements, which apparently were horrible. I remember it on Saturday. They were really bad. There was way oh, the ads, advertisements. Yeah, the ads were really bad. Yeah, but in person, it was a phenomenal event. Exhilarating finish. And... Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think they showed... I don't think they showed the final group's tee shots on 16. Like, they were in commercial break for that. Um, Just, like just going to like playing through on important pots it yeah it, yeah it, it was terrible it's like when that lady won the i forget which major she won but it was you remember when like lpga winner won it on playing through she like made the final putt to win the major event and it was playing through PGA i don't recall tour. that but it doesn't shock me you know, we're seeing the PGA Tour become just, you know, they've always been an entertainment business, but, like, they're really, I just, I feel like as everything comes, they're just very focused on the entertainment value and not the game of golf, which is a little bit. You'd say the PGA think, Tour is focused on the yeah, entertainment value? I don't think value? that's what they're focused like on. Other than on improve their broadcast. They love, yeah. they love, or not entertainment, sorry, making money. Yeah. And the PGA Tour has been... Um, I know somebody asked Jay Monahan this morning, like a golf journalist, I can't remember who asked him. Dan about... Rapport. I I don't think it was, but Eamon Lynch. Asked him no. Kyle Porter CBF. Uh no, I don't know if it was Kyle Porter. It might have been Kevin Kevin Van Valkenburg, but whatever. The fuck is that? Somebody asked about Cam's going brother. commercial free <laughs> for the for the final hour of tournaments and Jay Monahan started talking about like how successful playing through has been. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Been so I'm sure. Like, could you Master be more out of touch with it. what golf fans like are looking for? Everyone hates playing through. It sucks. Yeah. I did like what no laying up had to say about it. Have somebody who's in charge of the playing throughs sit down for the five hour Sunday broadcast at the Arnold Palmer with no phones, no laptops, you're just in front of the TV and you have to watch it all and tell me that you enjoyed that. Yeah, it's a fair uh, point. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it must be a fair point if you're agreeing with a no-laying uptake. I agreed with it. Who's the new guy, Sean? Uh-huh. It's probably more of an after-hours topic, but who's the new guy on no-laying up? I don't know who you're talking about. He's British. They got a new guy. Hmm. Yeah, he's out of touch. No laying up, you could tell. Yeah, I haven't listened to a no laying up <laughs> podcast in a while. 
up on and that's it i love it yeah i was gonna say i don't want to advertise other podcasts here but yeah it's really only one there's really only one golf podcast i listen to and the name doesn't need to be disclosed shotgun start because it's golf balling yeah no it's shotgun start (laughs) so if you're looking for a new golf podcast (laughs) leave us a review and then head on over to the shotgun start good friends good friends I have DM'd Brendan Porath a couple of times. My brother played in a tournament against Andy Johnson, a match play tournament. Oh, cool. Yeah, Andy I, seems I, cool. I've definitely told that story on the pod. My brother hated him at the time. Oh, really? Because he was yeah. on the golf ball listener? Um, if you want the actual story. So it was like this match play tournament. You had like two weeks to get your match in. And Andy said, I can only play on this one day. And my brother was like, yeah, I have a 36-hole tournament that day. Like, that's not going to work. And Andy's like, well, then you're going to have to forfeit the match. <laughs> and eventually it got to the point where my brother had to go play, like, a 6 or 7 o'clock round, like, at Andy's course that only, like, my brother had never played. Andy had played it. And, yeah, it, it was just a disaster. It's got to do all day. Watch golf. That's kind of sick. You got to go play Andy's course. This was before Liv even happened. It was great. fucking Calumet. Of course, great course. It's a great course. That course blows. Great course. Are they even still open? I thought they were going to close. That's hilarious. That's actually so funny. So why do you still listen to the podcast? I like Brendan. Okay. Well, actually, no. That's not even true. I actually prefer Andy. <laughs> His voice just cracks me up, man. Sounds like Charlie Day. Yeah. No more free promo promos. No uh, free promo promos. Going into more of the PGA Tour talk. Do we want to talk about James Hahn? Um, to live. Kind of just you know these player meetings. You know the changing. We talked about the changing of the tour last year. The new designated or not last year last episode with the new events yeah i have a good preface to the james Hahn thing um some notable finishes for him at the houston open tied 27th um the wyndham championship tied 47th he had a nice top four at the 3m open which is arguably like the seventh major um yeah, a good time for 61st at the Genesis a couple of years ago. A lot of missed cuts. Uh, tied 15th at the Zozo, loaded field. You know, a lot of players there, so that's a great score. Uh, tied for fifth at Barbasol. Respect for um, having to play that tournament. But, yeah, James Hahn, that's a little preface for him. I love that since Successful. I made the comment about you using the words preface and a test. You've I, used those words several times. I actually, I actually think because of my NBA show, I think I say the word preface a lot now. And I didn't notice that till today. So, well, now you're going to be hyper aware of it. Yeah, there's a little preview of James Hahn's electric career. By the way, he's 41 and uh, he's complaining about the PJ Tour and Liv doesn't want him. Uh, so, yeah, Sean, you want to take us away? I don't like, really, I don't really have that many thoughts to be honest. No, I, I do. Um, and I, it sounds like Jackson doesn't even know what the situation is, but that that makes so much sense. Did you oh, didn't did. read anything? So, oh, do you did you read James Hans? Do you think because you golf, you know everything going no, on? No, because in the world I read. Golf? Because I read. Do you think I don't read the two paragraph golf article that comes out once every two weeks? Because that's all that. Well, 
he to just, be fair, like, you, you kind of flaming him for a, for being a bad golfer. Like a lot of his points are about how the PGA Tour is not taking care of the lower end of ooh, tour players. If I remember correctly, uh, Max Homa, Smiley Kaufman, and Rory McIlroy had uh, dinner this past week to discuss how to make golf more entertaining for the viewers. So not quite sure what giant James Hahn is talking about. If he has an opinion outside of Twitter, if you want, if James Hans wants to get into real life, he could go attend some of these things in real life, but I guess he's a keyboard warrior. Like all 41 year olds are who haven't had successful careers. So two wins on the PGA tour is, is a successful career. That's like, fuck off. You're right. Nick. Everybody, Somebody Dang. needs to be ranked 280th, right? Why not James Hahn, right? You're right. Like, I, What's it's the issue? You're t- right. Imagine being uh, the 280th best of something in the world, Jack. Yeah, somebody needs to be the old guy who is just rotten at this point in his career because he didn't like, have a successful golf career. Right? Two wins on the PGA Tour is a successful PJ tour career a win right. on the PJ tour point that is I'll, amazing uh, I'll, I'll rebuttal that okay I thought James Hahn did bring up a bunch of great points about how it was disappointing to see like the PJ tour change and go in that direction a lot of people in the golf community agree with that I don't agree now with James Hahn coming with not showing up to the players meeting yeah that's a bitch move I'm not defending James Hahn's career of like right now. He even says in this article, I know I'm 41. My prime in the PGA tour is over. Right. But at the same time, he's talking about how the richer get richer with these designated events and how it's harder to, or he made a point in there talking about in the NBA, the best players don't get to play 120 games instead of 82 to pad more stats. Right. Like, but at the same time, that point of the playing more events, no, the best players are going to play in more events. Why isn't it that like? Because they're the best players. Yes, but like think about an af. I get that, but like think about if you, like a professional, like seventy people, seventy. The main argument is they're shortening the they're shortening the fields, and they're making it harder for guys to get in. But I don't know. It's just there's so much. I. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I talked about this on last week's episode, but I actually do agree with a lot of James Hans's James Hans's points. That's a weird name to say when it has possession attached, but, um, but yeah, I think he lost all credibility when he didn't show up to the players' meetings. Like, if you have these opinions, you have to go defend yourself in person. You can't be super outspoken on Twitter. Have the opportunity and the platform to like air out your disagreements with the PGA Tour. And then just not show up. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, I, I, I've never been a James Hahn fan in my career. Um, haven't haven't been the biggest James Hahn fan. But like what he wrote, I yeah, like you said, Sean, I agreed a lot with his points. I understand why the PGA Tour is going this way. Um, I well, I would actually like to. So Jay Monahan said that one of the reasons they're doing this is because he wants the stories on Sunday of somebody making a massive comeback. Like somebody who would have missed the cut making a comeback to win. First of all, that's just not going to happen. And like uh, these these backdoor top 10s happen all the time anyways, but I think the way more compelling thing for viewers is like cut line drama on Fridays. I think that's better than 
hey, some guy who was in last place shot 62 today. Completely agree. I wouldn't be as mad if the events weren't no cut because it's like just go copy live, right? Like let's just if you really think the live golf events are that great and yeah, let's just copy the lifts schedule. I'm pretty sure they also said that the the cut for this event is the like qualification needed to enter them. Mm. Like they determined that's the cut. That it's just not the same thing. No. I I I get it. it. It's gonna the best players on tour deserve it. Like, yeah, like somebody I don't I I think it was Kyle Porter was going at James Hahn and was saying some stuff like, oh, Jordan Spees like paid for your like whole career or whatever. Um that's not a the like point about golf. Like if we're talking about golf, like I, I care about good competition and I care about like the storylines of like the Joel Damons of the world, the James Hans of the world, because it's fun to watch that so what's the issue fun to see the best players get beat i'm confused on what the issue is with the no cut whatever both your issues are yeah i don't like the no cut just because uh i mean you like you you're just giving the top guys like or just limiting the amount of players that can play in these designated events that you know, generate or that are going to earn them more money, give them more points. And then this money and points are used for qualifications for other things. I don't think that's necessarily fair. I think there just needs to be like, I, I like the designated events the way they are now. I think it works well where they're just, you know, more money still the same as any other PGA tour event. Cornford. I agree. And I, it's going to give opportunities for the best players to knock other people. Like, I'm I'm more in the camp of I un- completely understand the move. I get it. Uh, I just I like the no cuts. I like golfer. Like I think that's a great storyline. I love the storylines of Kurt Katana. I mean, he would have been in this tournament, but like I like just the underdog story. I think that's a pivotal thing in the PGA Tour. Um, I also just think going towards this like brings you too close to live. Yeah, like it, it, it. Legitimately, it just is kind of copying a key component of Liv's whole structure there. And I, I don't. I just think the PGA Tour has a Rory. I don't know if you saw the comments Rory made about, um, you know, I don't know how people found that entertain entertaining us making bogeys out there because everyone wants to see that birdies. Was like, sick. Yeah, I, it's awesome. I the best response to that I saw was somebody said nobody wants to see birdies when everybody's making them. Like and that was uh Sean, you gotta who, give homage. Who who said that? I have no idea, man. It was I Dan just read these tweets. Oh, okay. Oh, it maybe it wasn't Dan, Dan Rapport, Rapport, but he made a whole I don't even follow him on Twitter, so I'd yeah. be surprised. Um, but that actually reminded me Nick brought up Kyle Porter earlier and I love going through Kyle Porter's Twitter at the moment because he's always just going back and forth with James Hahn and then Liv supporters. Like, Kyle Porter's replies are just a fucking war zone. It's amazing. There's a lot. There's a lot. Like, I never feel like any of the things he tweets are like that, you know, outrageous or opinionated. But people just, no matter what he says, they're like, Kyle, you're digging your own grave. Once the Liv and PGA Tour team up, there's going to be no place for you. What the fuck are you even talking about? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not the big Kyle, biggest Kyle Porter fan, but like I you said you like underdog stories. So Kurt missed all four of his cuts two years ago, and then he came in 41st on the FedEx last year, and that's why he would be able to play this tournament. So I just don't really like why would I want to watch Mike Cox long compete in a tournament that he's not gonna make the cut in it's the regardless. same story of like why do you what makes March Madness special? It's like the upsets sometimes. Um, yeah, but how do you get into March Madness? If I'm not mistaken, what's the contingency? Still, what do you have to do? Yeah, there was still there's still qualification for normal events too. It's, it's, but they're it's, just it's, further limiting that. So they're taking they're taking away any sort of underdog story. Like there aren't going to be underdogs if it's just. So is Kurt not an underdog story though? I don't get it. I mean, he is, yeah, but yeah, and he would have played in it if this rule was already in place as well, though. Yeah, but what because you're not understanding it. is you can't just pinpoint this one example and be like, oh, that he would have been there. I mean, there are countless other guys that, you know, would qualify as it is now, but wouldn't next year. Like, yeah, I'm all for it. I don't know. I don't want to watch bad golf. If I want to watch bad golf, I'll watch the European so you, tour and then live. You're not going to watch you, bad golf either way. The TV product's not going to be any fucking different. On, like... You on TV. So one of their this is actually the argument that pisses me off the most. They keep saying, "Oh, this will give you the ability to watch all the best players on Sundays." You're not watching the best players on Sunday when they're in fucking sixtieth place. You're watching the like groups that are leading. These players aren't being shown anyways, so that's not going to change. Yeah, yeah. They have a big issue with even showing players. Like Harris English apparently didn't even get any coverage on Sunday Wait. until like the last. Well, that's hole. fine. Let's not show Harris English. <laughs> but he could have easily, or not easily, won it. But he, he was eight on. He was. Yeah, he was. He was, he was right there. He made four bogeys on the week. I was. I was really just hoping Harris English was gonna fuck up. <laughs> Everything we he all did, were. I was like, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. And Harris, was, yeah. he was playing with Rory, right? Unfortunately, yeah. I just. He's playing bet- with the guy they probably showed the most shots of the entire tournament. You're telling me they can flip the camera angle and be like, oh, yeah, this guy's also 800, right? Like, but this guy's also. That's my argument is like, I don't really care about Harris English. So why would I care about Joe Smith, who's ranked two? I don't know. I care about who's winning the golf tournament. That's what I care about. I care who's yeah. leading and like doing well. I don't give it like, I don't want to see Justin Thomas if he's two under on the screen. I like to see him if I was a Justin Thomas fan. Yeah, but, but the, I think the rebuttal to that is you probably – I didn't watch Sunday, but I don't know how much you watched on Sunday, Sean, but, like, how many times – if you did, how many times you see Justin Thomas hit shots? Uh, I only watched, like, the last hour or so. I was, I was saying – I, I He definitely was shown. Uh, I don't I'm know put, why he would have been. I shown. mean, I wasn't counting, but um, I was I guess, going more. So I don't really get how this supports your argument, Jackson. Well, I don't want to watch bad golf, so. Well, then the PGA Tour. So are you I saying? Mean, are you saying you wouldn't want to see Justin Thomas, or you would want to see Justin Thomas? I'll. I'm fine with a shot or two if he makes. You know, if they're filling in time and he makes a 40-footer for birdie, I'm fine seeing that. Yeah. Because I know but, from – Okay. But who would you yeah. rather see, so that, Harris that, English or Justin Thomas? On I Sunday, it. yesterday, Harris English or today? Yeah, see, so you're agreeing with what, what I've been saying. 
the PGA Tour is saying that this new change on Sunday, you'll get to see all the big names playing. Like, that's not necessarily true. Like, if Justin Thomas in this, you know, no-cut elevated event next year is in last place, he's still not going to be shown on TV. It's still just going to be the guys in and around the lead. That's not going to change. Yeah, I'm sure. But they can't just... use that. They can't use that as a reason for this change. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, what they're saying is probably like if it's top fifty and Kurt's the last guy, like maybe Kurt's not the best example, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. That's my. And there's like a lot more deeper issues in the tour than this. It's like, why would I ever watch the Sanderson Farms event? Is because Zach Taylor is winning i don't really care but you guys feel a little bit differently than that no oh like we don't this is this is the second straight week i just feel like you haven't grasped what i want the best of the best in the tournament yeah and the best of the best would would still be there the best of the best were still there it's not like we're taking them out you're just adding more players don't you want the best of the best competing against more people? That's how you know they're the best of the best. Doesn't sound a little stupid to limit your field if you really want the best of the best playing. Well, yeah, to I me, want it sounds like a BMW that week. And I guess guy that week. And I and the tour is trying to like. I guess if you play well in like two weeks, you can earn your spot. But it just. Seems like there'll probably be cert- like there's going to be circumstances where somebody's playing really fucking well and doesn't get into an event. I, yeah, that's... oh, hundred percent. I can't wait to see these exemptions that they're going to give out though. Those are Rory's on Ricky, board. Ricky's Holmes got on 10. board. I'm on board. But just any any exemption, well, yeah, any exemption that's like ever given out on the PGA Tour is usually just fucking absurd. There's never a good reason for it. Not to shit on our guy Ricky Barnes, but like he gets exemptions in the tournament still. Why? Connections. Yeah, he should not. He should not be invited to a single PGA Tour event ever. I'd love to. Nice guy, but like he's not. He's not competitive at this point. It's just gonna be shit like that happening. Just old players getting invited. If Ricky Barnes was at the Arnold Palmer, I would have watched at least three holes and. I can honestly say if Ricky Barnes was anybody. if Ricky Barnes was at the Arnold Palmer, I wouldn't watch a shot. Well, I would. Same with Ryan Ruffles. Well, yeah, Ryan Ruffles, I'd go watch the entire round. Like, yeah, right. he, was, he was a sick dude. He'd he'd probably know us too. I don't know. I don't think Ricky Barnes would would recognize. Give him another exemption to the pod. He'd love it. He loves it. Yeah, Ricky, exemptions. when you listen to this, hop on anytime and we can talk about these tour changes. Maybe he's still a loyal listener. That'd be the coolest thing. Be pretty sick. It's like Ryan Ruffles listens to like every every podcast. Hell yeah. Um oh one one other thing from this morning. Jay Monahan was asked about um whether or not there'll be a an avenue for live players to return to the PGA tour. And his response was like, I don't want to deal with hypotheticals right now. I feel like he needed something better than that. Yeah. I mean, that that sounds like the door kind of open. Either, either just don't comment at all 
or just be like, there's absolutely no scenario in which you take these guys back. Yeah. That's why you had all the lawsuits and you said, we're not like, at least just say it. You can lie. You can lie. People change their word all the time. That door's like my bathroom door right now. Like it's cracked open a little bit. It's, it's wide should open. Just Jay closed. Monahan should have no. Jay Monahan should have just fucking opened the door. Of course he's gonna take the. You know who it is. Well, it's fucking the the issue is the PGA Tour is suing Liv, uh, for something related to contracts. So that would make it seem like I can't remember what the exact term is. Um, but it would essentially kind of fuck up their lawsuit if he said. No. Yeah, there's potentially an avenue. What's the word no. you're looking for? Kangaroo court. I feel like he should have just said no. But like the only, I feel like Cameron Smith will be back on the PGA tour. He's got to do it. It sucks yeah. seeing him over there. But if you really wanted, to you know what? That point, actually, that's another thing I wanted to talk about this week. That's that's been a big hot topic with the players because Cam Smith's not invited. This guy's miserable. Why is everyone acting as if Cam Smith has a right to be there? He left the PGA Tour. He took the money. He works for a different organization. He has no right to be there. He lives there, though. He he lives in Jacksonville. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, I did see that. How did fu- yeah. He said he might show up to the tournament. Yeah, I, I hope he does. But he's probably going to watch it on TV. Yeah. Like, Which, I just don't, yeah. I don't even think that should be a storyline, but people are getting all heated about it on Twitter. I did not Staying know people like, were heated up that people, live. Oh, every live fan is freaking out. Like, can you believe the PGA Tour won't allow the defending champion to play? And yeah, the P- people's responses are like, okay, can a PGA Tour player just go play one live event? Like that? Yeah. That's not allowed from their perspective either. Like, yeah. the door swings fucking both ways. You know. Well, live would have no problem with it. The PGA Tour would. They the live would be like, yeah, you can come play one event for us. No, not players. if they don't sign a contract. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. Live fans aren't the smartest no. bunch. It appears. Um, yeah, the computer, and that's that coming smart. from a from a former live fan. Yeah, I re- I recall the podcast being titled "Live Equal Sign Greater Equal Sign PJ Tour." Yeah, I I I think it's funny, like. I, the PGA Tour is. I don't, know, I don't love. Yeah, the I'm PGA. still so confused. Live equal sign greater greater, equal greater sign. than equal sign. It's greater, greater than, than greater than greater sign. Than there's or no equal, equal to. There. There's no. Yeah. There's no. It was kind of like there. the pre to that. So just he was adding them instead of greater than or equal. To. Well, it's annoying when the PGA when you post like a video of the PGA tour and they like ban you for a week and it happens yeah. every month. And then you get the email mm-hmm. saying like, Hey, we're about to ban your account forever. If you don't stop infringing copyright. And it's like, yeah, it's the same thing with I baseball. Mean, yeah, the, the PGA tours, media policies are just absolutely fucking horrible. And everybody knows that like they're only yeah. doing themselves a disservice. Yeah. It's a, I don't know how, I understand why the players. I'm surprised the players haven't been more like vocal about like that. I, do you know how much money I feel like they would generate if they allowed people to post social media content? Like it, it makes it, no sense. Yeah, it's it's good for them. Like it gets them a lot more like notoriety. Like it makes them way more recognizable. Like look at the NBA, and I'm not saying like yeah, the NBA and golf are a great like, job, but the NBA allows you to do absolutely anything, and yeah. 
You could post and, anything yeah, but you then, want on Instagram. Even if you don't NBA. want to compare the NBA and the PGA Tour, you can compare the NBA and MLB. Like, That's why baseball is probably going to so die. Many, so many basketball players are so recognizable, and like very few baseball players are. Yeah. Like Mike Trout could walk around in public and probably not be recognized by like the vast majority of people. I probably wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I find it particularly funny with this PJ Tour media stuff uh, with Monday Q info because they take down his shit all the time. It'll Did be like really? it'll be like a fan video that somebody recorded on their phone, and they'll take oh. it down. Or even videos he records at tournaments himself, they'll take down. But it's, they, yeah, they just, have a sign that says anything. Oh, anything he tweets, they rip off. Like they, they blatantly copy his tweets all the fucking time. Oh wow! It is the most hypocritical fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just terrible. That's why I don't get the support. Like, live golf has made the PGA Tour more likable. I feel like, and that pisses me off. Because before this, well, yeah, I mean, it's just uniting people against a common em- enemy. Yeah, like it's bullshit. In the past, people love to just complain about the PGA Tour, but now that there's a common enemy, everyone's going to be standing a united front. Yeah, and now we're like, oh yeah, we can't credit. Like, yeah, come on. Like, imagine Rory played in the Honda for some reason, and he posted that video of him knocking that three wood to five feet. I feel like that would get at least one person to watch the Honda Classic. I mean, obviously, it's can't watch a hypothetical because he's not. He wasn't. He wouldn't play in the Honda anymore. But that's why uh, he, he actually he actually said this morning he's planning to play in some non designated events. Oh wow, that's so cool for Rory. What's he gonna play in? John Deere. Not a chance. I don't think we, he listed one specifically. It's but... gonna be something that's like the closest to a non designated event you could get. Like the nicest. It's it's gonna be like a tournament he probably already plays in. Oh my god! What? Um, apparently Liv posted headshots, and Phil Mickelson's is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I just saw it on Twitter. I'm texting it to you guys. That just straight up doesn't look like Phil Mickelson. <laughs> I mean, he looks fifty pounds oh, lighter. Holy! What did the he... viewers? Oh, What's... that is. Bad, What's dude. up with his hair? Why does he almost look more like Greg Norman than Phil Greg... Mickelson? <laughs> like that, yeah, I guess really that, that like kinda, it kind of looks like if Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson like had a baby. Yeah. Look at his like Greg little Norman hair speak. It looks Greg like he's. Mickelson. Did something happen? Is he all right? Like I'm being. But uh, also, Graham McDowell doesn't look like that either. Like, Graham McDowell is pretty freaking dope in that pig. That doesn't look anything like him. Dude, that looks exactly like Graham McDowell. What are you no, talking about? It's not. It looks like Graham McDowell maybe 20 years ago. This looks like um, Graham McDowell now. when you make a, a fake ID picture and you like edit it and you're 19 years old and it's like, oh, this is not a real picture. This is heavily edited. Edited your picture for your fake ID. Well, our producer Steve, we have him muted right now. He would I actually have it right. I can see my fake ID on the floor, but I don't. I won't get it. I hate so much. But if you saw it, you'd be like, "Oh, yeah." Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll you think uh, I have my thing blurred? I can't show a different Graham McDowell photo. What? 
what is he doing? He's gonna go check. Why on. is he actually getting up in the middle of a podcast? You grab his fake ID, probably. Do you actually have a fake ID with you? Yeah. <laughs> all right. First of all, not probably not something you should admit yeah, on the podcast. Mm. Uh, may want to just is a, put that down. Yeah. yeah so for our listeners, uh, this is my second fake ID because I lost the first batch. We got two of them, and I lost the first one, and then the other one got taken at a club because I was wearing like shorts and a t-shirt, and I wasn't twenty-one. And it's not a real ID. But doesn't this look like if I was like on live, this would be the picture? I don't. I just can't stop focusing on your hair there. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> I actually remember it quite vividly. It was uh, I was wearing a hat that day. I hope so. <laughs> Tough hair day. Well, anytime you wear a hat, it's not going to be a great hair day. Or maybe that's I don't know, man. Bit. Whenever Colin Morikawa takes his hat off, his hair always still looks really good. It's probably because it buzzed down to like a two. No, it's not. He has long hair on top. No way. Yeah. He he does like the classic slicked back into the side. He probably like heavily gels it then. Dude, that's just, like Sean, it's like your thing. hair. It's not long at all. Yeah, but it still looks pristine. That uh, I'm saying that's not a two. That's what I was oh, okay. comparing. It the to. sides are a two. Yeah. How's that? Probably okay. shorter than that. Yeah. Um, but it always looks pristine when he takes his hat off after a tournament. Yeah, I don't really watch Kyle Markowitz, so I can't Are you attest to that. Who's your guys' pick for the players, Rory? Uh, James Hahn. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to take both James Hahn and Cam Smith. I, I think they're going <laughs> to combine for case. a really good week. <laughs> I'll take Jason Dufter. Um, all right, if I have to give an actual pick, uh, Spieth. He's going to figure out the putter this week. Spieth's outfit on Sunday was embarrassing. Oh, it was terrible. To just be honest, it was embarrassing. Under Armour needs to figure it out. They really got to figure it out. I was at the PGA Superstore today, and Under Armour's not figuring it out. All of the golf. (laughs) Okay, so I I will tell you, the new lines have just came in for golf fashion, and fuck, (laughs) we are scared. Um, Adidas, I don't know what. They went pink and black with a lot of their shit horrible it's like this like lightning bolt pink i don't know what adidas is doing there's some okay stuff but really bad um then we go to under armor so they have this new curry line um i'm good oh. maybe i can look up the shirt it short it looks like a basketball short it's got these two lines sure. and it does not look good um does not look good it's like a yeah i don't know i don't know who at under armor was like oh we need more going on with our golf shorts but that's just definitely (laughs) not the case let's throw some patterns on it (laughs) it's got these as somebody who attended two under armor schools i can't say i'm a big fan of what they're putting out these days their clothes are are actually kind of comfortable i think there's the vast, vast majority of it's just ugly as shit yeah, their regular shorts are awesome. Nike has done Nike. I the designers for Nike are so good with their basic polos. They have like the poison dart frog like um, design right now. That's awesome. Adidas, I don't know. They went back to like their. They have camo. Uh, it's just my shirt's kind of camo. 
Yeah, but it's a weird. It's like, so cool. I love that. It's my only adventure. No, that was. And it's so it's just they, oh. they keep doing the same thing. I'm or so like, confused by these shorts. Yes. They look like. I, I sent a picture. Or Sean, show it for the viewers, though. They just. Uh, they just made these shorts like significantly harder to match with. <laughs> like Ugh. now it's just harder to find a shirt that will match that. It's it's yeah, those are you're tough. not even showing it. Oh, zoom down. Like I picked them up in person, and I was just like, "This can't be real." Those don't look comfortable either. And Adidas is going crazy with some of their like they did cargo short pants thing too. That's just there's a lot know. of stuff that goes on sale. I don't know if I've genuinely ever walked into the PJ Superstore and walked by the Adidas section and thought, oh, that's that's some that looks really good. No, they've I will say they've done some pretty cool stuff with like trying to make it like their golf like sport or streetwear type stuff. But they've kind I of actually kind of like when they do that stuff. Yeah. yeah. They need to just keep keep the traditional golf clothing very simple and just lean into the yeah, sure. more casual stuff. Yeah, they did a little too much with the cargo pants, though. It was just like too many pockets for golf. Yeah, just sounds sick. Actually, I think these, I think these brands need to remember just less is more. Um, you know, you don't need stripes on your shorts. You look fucking stupid. Peter Millar came out hot with their spring line. Uh, really good designs. Like they know how to do it. Um, Yeah, for a small price of twelve hundred dollars, you can get a polo. Yeah. Speaking of deals, Beedrad's got a six hundred dollar. Um, yeah, six hundred dollar cashmere sweater yeah. or uh, hoodie that you reasonable price. Yeah. These average is still spend six hundred bucks as yeah. well. I guess you can use like the thirty percent off codes, but like I saw that price tag and I'm like, I don't know why are you advertising a six hundred dollar. Yeah. yeah, they uh, they popped up with, like with an ad on my Instagram feed the other day. And it was an ad for actually a really good looking hoodie. And then it was $250. And I was like, okay, like I'm not, it was like a normal athletic hoodie. I was like, I'm not spending 250 on that shit. The quality is so good. The quality is, I know people who jerk off in their beach ready underwear. I mean, probably a lot of people that own beach ready underwear, I would think. And you, I would assume. (laughs) Um, That was an inside joke to Dick. But yeah, you can get you can get quality hoodies around a hundred dollars, which is still pricey. But two fifty, two fifty, just fucking offensive. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, it's a six hundred. Like to advertise the six hundred dollar price tag. We we've gone somewhere with golf with like just pre- golf and inflation. Nick inflation. I, well, I get play. I get paying for a brand name, but it can't be a brand name that nobody fucking knows. Well. <laughs> Like you have to have brand recognition to be able to pull that kind of. I don't even think like Nike or Adidas could get away with that. No, because they're not premium brands. That's not their marketing. I don't even think Lulu could get away with something like that. It's no, it, it's, it's still like, not still not the right market for them. I don't even think Versace could get away with something like that. I mean, they do get away Actually, with they things like that. Could yeah. and they do, yeah. Peter Millar does. Peter, I was gonna say Peter Millar would have been the golf example. Peter yeah, Millar's a top brand, and Peter Millar is one of like the few golf brands that's like actually well known. Yeah. Or, I I think it's and especially in like the business world as well. Is he a former golfer? I mean, I don't. 
Are you asking if Peter Millar Peter is? Yeah. is? It's not just a golf brand. Is it a person though? Like, is there a name behind the face behind the brand, or uh, just some random name who's like, let's take Peter Millar's clothes uh, that people count for and only buy for the name brand. Who their own? Who is it owned by? I can't. I guess Peter Millar owns it. No, but it's a bigger. I thought they were part of a bigger entity. Well, Peter Millar was founded by Chris Knott. That's. Oh my God! Canceled. Canceled. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Peter Millar was a real person or not. That, but that reminds me. Have you ever have you ever come across any of the Peter Millar people on TikTok? Oh my God! There's, yes. So there's like a twenty-something-year-old guy and a like fifty-something-year-old guy, both just yes. huge Peter Millar guys. Um, Nick showed me the fifty-year-old. Legitimately, guy. their only personality trait. I don't mind the fifty-year-old guy. Like he's. He's just like some dorky the, dad. He's really into it. Like that's whatever. The twenty the, year olds, Alabama. He, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the worst. He's just an asshole about it, but it's so funny. Um, he's always he, like drinking a white claw alone. He's like, I'm going to a party tonight. Got to put on my Peter Millar. It's like what? He's what like, I just. About? He's like, I just went to the, this Tide shop. I just got four of the Peter Millar tie polos. Uh, I got a quarter zip, like, and it's like, and a new pair of shoes. And I'm like, you just spent twelve hundred dollars. Like, I, I you spent yeah, very 15... clearly. His parents are just paying for this shit. Right? Oh, he's like, I just got an A on my like exam. I'm gonna go shopping, and I'm like, maybe like oh, buy like a hundred dollars, maybe one polo, it. not not like six polos, and yeah, the money he his family has to have is ridiculous, and it's it's hysterical. Um, I gotta cool. find the videos. I gotta find the videos. I can't think of the kid's name. It's like, it's not gonna be what you expect, Jackson. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it's. I'm expecting it's some dope dude. <laughs> Is it a nerd? That's uh, that's a word. Mm. I mean, well, you'll see. See a geek? Mm, I mean, that's I don't I don't like calling people geeks, but. You might call him a geek. I don't call third straight podcasts. I just feel what? like his comment, his comment section. No, <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> his comment section is always just like, "Babe, wake up!" Peter Millar posted a video. Oh, I just found him. Um. Yeah, well, if you're ever in the mood to be entertained, just Google Peter Millar kid TikTok. I'm sure you'll Davis find Harry. him. Davis uh, Harry. just expose his name. Well, he's online. Oh, yeah, I guess I should move. I like him a lot. I mean, he's up to 67,000 followers. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Just watching his... Uh, well, just watching his first video on his page just made me laugh. He kind of reminds me of um, Beans from Even Stevens. Kind of, yeah. Well, he's awesome. Like, he looks like the he looks the same as what Beans grew up to look like. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen what that actor <laughs> that's, looks that's like. That's kind of awesome. He's he's a classic. Here, I'll I'll text you a picture of what the actor looks like now. This is pretty or, similar. To- I I think I know. I think I have an idea. Very similar to what this kid looks like. Oh, that's so funny. I didn't, yeah, that's a 
It's an aging right there. That guy's a classic, though. Yeah, it really does. That'd be a tough scene. You're just like, at this point, you're just known in your life for being like a weird kid in a movie who aged terribly. How old is he? I don't know. Look it up. 45? No, 32. Oh. Oh, he's also only 5'1". Sorry to that guy. He did some shit in his past life. I mean, he peaked early. There's no... No doubt about it. Oh, that's a he. That guy's thirty-one. That picture, uh, thirty-two, uh, but he's five-one. Oh, that picture is older than this year. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Very he tough. had a good run, though. Yeah. Well, it seems like that's it for today's episode. Well, obviously. Okay. Not. I was yeah. I was about to bring it up. Can't so, do it three times in a row. Yeah, we have um, in about 10 days, live Tucson. And yeah, it's oh. together, golf club. Congrats to Chicago Golf as it counts back. Oh, is it really good for him? All of it. Yeah, I guess he got hacked and disabled all of his accounts. So Classic got an email manager. today. Yeah. Even like his UA junior tour account got suspended. We just posted about junior golf guys. They're like little tournaments, yeah. But good for you. Good for you, Steve. (laughs) Did you guys see what John said to the (laughs) No. The picture Sean said. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? It's the most precious comment. Um, just to provide context for anyone still listening, we were talking about Zoom classes before we started recording, and I sent a screenshot from a class um, where this this fella hopped down shirtless in bed, eating chips and hummus off of As his hairy should. chest. As you should. Not realizing his should. camera was on. I agree. As he should. And our buddy John, who has been featured in several episodes. Yeah, he's been on a few episodes. Um, it's yeah, that's what it was saying. Oh, He's been sorry. featured on several episodes. Absolute gem of a human being. He responded, What the heck is this knucklehead thinking? <laughs> and that is exactly what he said out loud. That is like what he said out loud. I feel he like, yeah, that. I feel like he definitely saw it and like just said that to nobody. Just is sitting yes. in the room, like, what the heck is this knucklehead <laughs> thinking? Um, also, congrats, Ryan, for seeing Bob Mennery or running into Bob Mennery. Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, my God. Bob Mennery still exists. He said, just ran into Mennery at the Cosmo Sports book. Why didn't he tell me that? He sent you and me a text. Is he still on the Nelk podcast or is he off of that? No, he's off. Dude, that was one minute ago. That's nuts. He was he was terrible. Congratulations. Did you give him a hand job, Ryan? <laughs> had a pre-recorded text and it was don't huck my hounds. That doesn't make sense. I'm gonna send it to Ryan right now. All right. I like that. All right, so to finish off the podcast, five major celebrity moments. Uh, fans noticing Tom Sandoval and Raquel Levis matching necklaces amid their alleged affair. Does anybody know who that is? 
No. What? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I'm right. certain you botched the name. So Prince Harry saying psychedelics have been fundamental to dealing with his past traumas. That's pretty interesting. Selena Gomez asking people oh. to be kinder amid Haley Bieber drama. I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Justin Bieber's B-Day party favor allegedly throwing shade at Selena Gomez. How are these? Is this a company? Courtney Card- Kardashian debuting. You just read the horoscopes. Bob. How are those actually, how's that an actual, like the Cosmo is a big newspaper. That's how are those? It's a magazine. How, how is that it. generating the money? Yeah, it's, I, geez, man, this world this sucks. Housewives right, gotta have something to do. I'm not going to love this one. Put on the finishing touches. I don't know if you're going out tonight and your makeup's half done. I got a lot of work I need to finish up this week, so I'll take it. Those aren't. I don't know what that word means. I'm not saying it. Claim or resi- resonate? All right, now neither. Okay, so I don't Sean want either claims nor resonates with put on the finishing touches, even though he just explained that makes sense. I think this one's gonna be. I think um, I'm gonna claim it. I'm gonna auto claim it. Yeah, I think you, you will too. Go above and beyond. Yeah, you you should have just fucked with him and said something. <laughs> I should have done a different one. I was gonna uh, say some different ones, but they're not. It's time to reevaluate yourself, Nick. Uh, you should have said reevaluate your life. Wait, wait, no, wait. This one's so funny. Dream big but realistic. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I do. I feel you know, <laughs> this one's funny too. Pick better friends. Is that one for you? What's yours? Mine's honor your emotions, which is true. emotions are fake, bro. Promise Sean I won't do it, but Neither claim nor resonation, because that's what's a better word. Because um, emotions are fake, bro. Yeah. You're as mentally tough as me. I just don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with honor your emotions. Do I not already honor my emotions? No. It's just what a lame bunch of horoscopes this week. It's, I mean, I really you get them for Cosmo. This. They're not good. No, Sean. These are what are moons and. You know, we need to find a we need to find a horoscope company that's willing to sponsor our podcast. That should be hilarious. They don't have to pay a lot. I'll do it like for five bucks. That would that would, that would be hilarious. I want I want a sponsored segment. I I would love that if we got paid. To I want them to be okay with me just shitting on them. <laughs> do you want me to pull up a separate pages horoscopes? No. Well, I kind of do. Nick, what's your vote? Uh, God, I'm not good at decision making. Uh, it's worse than a yes or no. I'm gonna go. I'll say go no because we've been sitting here for an hour and a half. That's yeah, so stupid. No. I'm really. Uh, what's the? I'm not satisfied, but whatever. Thanks for listening. I guess. Kind of yeah, out here, so whatever. Once again, leave us, leave us a rating review. Yeah. DM us if your name's Tom. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right. All right. Ciao. Cheers.